What's up, guys? Welcome to this Sunday's episode of Triple T Talk That Talk Edition. You know, this week has been a little weird. Hopefully, all of our manifestations come true from that new moon. So we'll see what's going down. We'll keep you updated. I kind of feel like manifestation is kind of like when you make wishes for your birthday. And you're mm-hmm. like not supposed to tell people what you're manifesting for. And you just have to keep it a secret. So maybe I won't tell you guys. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. We may or we may not tell you. That's mm-hmm. the only thing we are certain. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey has got the topic for this week. But once again, guys, please do not forget to share our episodes on your social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram. It's really easy to just share it to your story. Let everybody know what you're listening to, why you like us. And, you know, just get the word out about us. So please do tag us at Talk to Us Nice podcast on Instagram. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, like Mika said, I was going through the emails. I was going through the Reddit. And I kind of combined two. So through the emails and our email list, I saw a lot of people were talking about what to do for the summer. You know, like how they're going to get back into the dating scene. We've been closed for business for, I don't know, eight years now. Is that when 2020 first started? Yep. Just Eight about. Years ago? Just, just about. about. Um, and then I also found a Reddit post that I was interested in reading about the same but different, like just trying to get back into the dating scene. So the Reddit post that I chose also had to do with how dating is going to look now for some people. And I thought that this was good to just kind of see that dating is going to be a lot different for us now. So Let's get into this post. So the post is titled, Dating for the First Time as a Sober Man. Having a hard time discussing it with dates, setting up sober dates. Anyone have any hot tips? So I know a lot of people took this opportunity of 2020 to like really find themselves and a lot of people sobered up. And I feel like, I don't know if you have seen this on Tinder, but I've seen a lot through Tinder and Hinge, a lot of people putting in their profiles that they're sober now or that they are just like clean. They're not doing anything. Have you been seeing more of that lately? No. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, for me, I've been seeing a lot of guys have had like them saying that they're sober in their profiles and a lot more than I have seen in the past. Mm -hmm. So I found this Reddit post and it starts, I'm a 34-year-old almost nine months sober male, and I'm doing my best to keep going. I've struggled with alcohol for my entire adult life. I'd really like to meet someone who doesn't drink or doesn't have a drinking problem. I would prefer not to meet someone who's in recovery, just someone for whom booze isn't an issue. Now that COVID is easing up, several of my dates or potential dates have suggested drinks at bars and restaurants. It's hard for me to broach the subject, mainly because I feel embarrassed and don't want to discuss my problem right off the bat. And grabbing drinks is often socially acceptable for dates. Is it better to tell them before meeting up that I don't drink or should I just arrive at the bar restaurant, order a non-alcoholic drink and let them know that I have no problem with them drinking? I told them Um, I told one date beforehand that I don't drink. And she said that I was glad I said something since she's had felt awkward if she was drinking alone. One of my other matches said that it's not an issue and she was fine with me not drinking, but it did create some awkwardness and we didn't see each other again. So he basically just wants some like help on this. And I feel like this is something that a lot of people are going to be going through of just like, how the fuck do we start dating again? How do we get back into this? So for me, I know that I would want to know if my date was being clean. I have no problem with it as long as they don't have a problem with me drinking. 
I can make it a not awkward situation. I've dated someone who was clean before. That's not a problem for me. I've also seen somebody who had a problem with me drinking because he didn't drink. That is a problem for me. So it's all about, you know, what you're comfortable with. If you feel like you as a sober person can't be around someone who's drinking, I think it's very important to state it beforehand because that's kind of an not weird, but awkward topic to broach when you're already on the date. Even if you're just going to a restaurant, I know for me, especially if I get nervous, I'm taking a shot before I even leave my apartment. Oh yeah, I'm a, I have a light buzz going on before I even leave. Yeah, and so if I'm at dinner and I want to order a glass of wine and then you tell me, then that makes the situation awkward. It needs to be something you a- approach the conversation about before we go on the date. Yeah. yeah. In my sense. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I When I first found this Reddit post and then I was going through the emails, honestly, I think if you had asked me this before the pandemic, like leading up to 2020, I probably would have been less inclined to date somebody who was sober than like now having experienced a shithole of a year. I'm more open to it. I think that's just because like, I feel like I wasn't mature enough to be like, oh, I don't want to date somebody sober personally, Mm -hmm. just like being a bartender, like And that's just it. You know, you know how much we fucking drink. Like, you know how much of it, like that lifestyle is. So I wouldn't want to, in the past, wouldn't have dated somebody just because I'm like, I don't think I would have been sensitive to Mm. their needs and like what their wants. I would just be pretty much all about me. And I'd be like, well, if you have a problem with my drinking, then get out of here, you know? But I think now that, especially because I've been seeing it more on shit, on uh, like Tinder and Hinge, I'm like, maybe I would. And like, what would be the issue, you know? Like, Mm. especially because I've cut my drinking in half. (laughs) Like, I don't know about you, but I was drinking a ton before the pandemic. I'm an edible bitch now. (laughs) You are an edible bitch now. But yeah, I think that this is just something that people are going to see more and more. And it's just like, I would rather them be honest and upfront with me before the date, like you Mm -hmm. said. Because if I find out like three drinks in. What are we supposed to do by then? It's too (laughs) late. I'm already hats to the wind. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm going to be pissed off. So what dates would you suggest for somebody who is dealing with this? So let's just say if you were sober Mm -hmm. for, for, you know, sake of playing the game. Mm -hmm. What kind of dates would you suggest or how would you, what would you do? So, you know me, I am a billboard bitch, billboard boardwalk bitch. (laughs) I can do, you know, carnivals. I love bowling. I don't really like movies as first dates. I'm just like, I can't get to know you here. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I love a museum if they're into museums. See, but I like the idea of going to the museum high. But yes, I do love museums. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, it would. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but I do love museums. Like it's going to sound so cliche, but I love the Louvre. I thought it was fucking beautiful. Yes, bitch. You're going international on these dates. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Don't think small. Now it sounds or seems pretentious. No. (laughs) No, I'm just an asshole. (laughs) 
Um, what else do I like to do? It feels like the winter. I think it's mostly because too many movies and rom-coms and all that shit. But if someone took me ice skating, but they knew how to ice skate really well and just led me around, that would be pretty dope. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not know how to ice skate? It's not that I don't know how. After a while, it's too, like, I'm not great at it. Mm -hmm. I'm not that good at it. So I can stay upright and I can go around, but... I'm not doing circles around anybody. And after a while, it just seems like a lot of work doing it on my own. I just want someone to fucking pull me. (laughs) That sounds perfect for you. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like post-COVID and post-quarantine, I think I learned I don't have to be drunk to do a lot of activities. Because I feel like before everything was an excuse to like do it while drunk. You were like, I did all of those things you just mentioned last year drunk. Like with my friends. Yeah. We went bowling. We went to an arcade thing. We went, did we go ice skating? No, but I did go rollerblading. So I think there's so many things you can do and you just don't have to be drunk doing that. That was like my biggest aha moment. I was like, oh, I can just enjoy (laughs) be in the moment I can be in the moment I don't need to pregame for this I don't need to pregame to go to Chelsea Piers like I did do that what a strange sensation (laughs) but um yeah I don't know I love a park date I love a coffee date I love checking out I just like to walk honestly like that used to be a thing that me and my ex used to do we just used to just take the train anywhere and just get off and be like let's let's make an adventure out of it Mm -hmm. I feel like I could do that with somebody I've been with not on a first date on a first date I might have to kill you but these are just dates. (laughs) (laughs) on a first date I might just be like why did you bring me here this is dumb no I don't know how to get out of middle village this is on you Okay. And then beyond the seeing sober in people's um, dating profiles, I've also been seeing them just talking about their mental health and, you know, dealing with the everyday crises happening in the world. So do you think that's easy for you? Do you feel like you can date somebody who's like that upfront about their mental? I, I can date somebody who's like that. I wish I was more like that. I feel like multiple times I got asked like, oh, let's go meet up here. And I'm just like, well, did you get tested? And they would ask me why I was so adamant about them, like getting a test right beforehand or stuff like that. Like I get tested for work. That's cool. I need you to get tested the day we see each other. If you get tested for work, that's great. So you can take a a rapid test a day of. But I never wanted to state like, oh, this is how my dad passed. This is why I'm taking this so fucking serious. And, you know, the things that come with that, Mm -hmm. like how I have anxiety when I go out, like, Am I agoraphobic? Maybe, bitch. I don't fucking know. Like, you know, but I would never, I feel like I just stopped talking. <laughs> I'll just cut it off for ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's how I dealt with it. But I completely respect anybody who can, you know, say what they're feeling out loud. Yeah. I always feel like once I do, I want to suck the words right back into my mouth. Like, I wish I'd never said it. Not that I've gotten a bad reaction or anything. I'm just like, ew, they know too much now. (laughs) I feel like it happens with everything. I just get super annoyed with myself. Like, unless you're a really close friend to me, mind your business. (laughs) I feel like that's, that's like the marker. That's how people know that 
I trust them and that I actually really do consider them a friend, not just me saying, oh, this is my friend. And then, you know, they're actually more of an associate or something like that is when I let them know, like, I'm fucking sad today. Otherwise, yeah. to the world, I'm a goddamn warrior. Mind your goddamn business. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I fucking feel you. Like, I, and here's the thing. Like, I will, in the past, I've been, I've been pushing myself to be better about it now. But, like, whenever I've seen that in the past, I've just, like, swiped left because I'm, like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. But then I had to ask myself, like, do I not want to deal with this because, like, I don't have the capacity to deal with this? Or, like, do I not want to deal with this because this is going to, like, confront my own issues? Am I going to have to confront my own issues head on Mm. with, like, being this open and honest and vulnerable? And, like, why not on a dating app put that out there? Because why are we going to wait, you know? (laughs) But do you want to find out that shit, like, three months later it's like it's this it's this weird game I play with myself of like do I want to be vulnerable now or do I just want it to come out eventually so I was looking through this guy's post just to see some like what people were suggesting just like words of encouragement and like for the most part everyone was being super lovely not saying anything mean to him um but he did say that because somebody was Basically, just like um, one of the hardest parts of dating for me was the excessive drinking that goes along with it. If someone suggests drinks, ask for dinner instead. I always try to let people know I don't enjoy drinking because it's tough to navigate. And he goes, thanks for the tip. I sadly used to be a heavy drinker and would always drink on a lot of dates to combat social anxiety. In reality and ironically, it was making things worse. I regrettably have lightly pressured my dates into drinking more than they were probably comfortable with in my younger years. I still feel like an asshole for that. And now I'm on the other side. I just don't see any benefits to drinking on a date, which is like true. Like whenever I'm drinking out with my friends, I'm like, let's just get more fucked up. Funny enough. I'm not like that. Really? I'm, yeah. I don't know what it, like, I, I feel like I used to go so hard that now to me, a hangover just isn't worth it. Like if I have a hangover, it it's probably because I didn't drink enough water the day before because I know I didn't like smash bottles down my fucking throat. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, damn, I just didn't drink enough water. And that's why I have this headache. Or I probably got a little high and then like drank two glasses of wine. And that's what gave me a headache. I am not the fun bitch I used to. No, I'm still fun. I'm still cool. Okay. But I'll stay out and I'll still have fun. But I'll know when to say, no, I'm okay. So I don't go over the edge. Yeah. When I have like moments and I'm just like, no, I want to rage. That happens like once in a blue. I feel like the first like big brunch or something I go to after this whole pandemic. Watch uh, out. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) And then nobody will see me for like eight months. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never see you again. Yeah. Yeah. So he also wrote this really stemmed through my fear of being disliked. It really rears its ugly head. And then somebody commented and said, I think you should give yourself permission to set the path in which you want to go with in life. You know what you need and you get to decide what you want for your life and what you don't want. And you don't need to feel bad about that. You might lose a few people along your journey, but I think you should be okay with that just because you're going to gain some amazing people along the way, whether that be new friends, new dates, romantic partners, etc. And I feel like that's so true. Just being scared to kind of recognize their issues and scared to just make those changes that are necessary. Like for us, starting this podcast, like I really needed to stop hanging out with my friends all the time. (laughs) Like, and I, 
they were kind of mad at me for that for a little bit. They were like, well, we miss you. Where are you? And I'm like, guys, I'm on a path towards my life, you know, guys, it takes me 10 hours to edit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't think you know how much work this goes into. And they finally like, you know, we're like, we get it, we get it. But for the longest time, I just felt so scared to really put so much focus into this because I was getting so much pressure from like other people. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to fight the path that I'm supposed to be on because it's fucking scary. It's scary to like realize the steps that you need to take to just that really align with your beliefs and what you want for yourself in the future. Yeah. And I understand how that could be scary for somebody who just stops drinking. Like I have, you know, taken breaks of not drinking and drinking again. And I remember the first time I was like, and it was so fun. I was at work and I'd just gone too hard for a whole weekend. And I was like, you know, I'm just not drinking for a week. And this was a couple of years ago. I was like, I'm not drinking for a week. And I realized how goddamn hard that was to just be like, within the first 20 minutes of somebody asking me, Hey, can you try this wine? Or can you try this cocktail? And I was like, Oh my God, it was so easily accessible. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that shit. So then to try to really put that foot forward of, yeah, I just don't want to drink for a week and how crazy I felt Mm -hmm. just by like, Oh my God, now people are going to see that I'm different. People are going to see that I'm being whatever. But then like through the whole pandemic, I've really, realize like you have to do what is necessary for you to grow as a human being and you're going to lose people and that's okay. But it's like, did you really want them in your corner in the first place? Yeah. They're not being supportive in the ways that you need them to be. For a a, a bit, I had to have, I, when I speak about my ex, I'm kind of just like, am I ridiculous? Am I a ridiculous human being that I didn't see all the signs kind of thing? Cause for a while I tried to stop drinking, not like stop drinking, but I wanted to cut down and um, it was when I was doing keto. Keto's not for everybody. Just a disclaimer. Please don't come for me. Um, I was doing keto and, you know, you're supposed to cut out, you know, empty calories and all of that. And he would like pick me up after work or it would be a day I'm not working and he would come super late, already drunk and drink from my bar that I had in my room and then get mad at me if I didn't want to participate in the drinking. And I'm just like, I, I wasn't even there for the start of you drinking. Why does it matter if I drink now? Like you're already drunk. Like it's okay if I don't, but he took great offense to that like he hated when he's like, so you're going to make me drink alone. I'm, I'm we're, we're not outside. We're in my four by four. Room. <laughs> like you drink, you have been drinking alone without me. Like, seriously, it was just, it was always a fight with him that, Sometimes I didn't want to participate in the party. It's funny. I never thought it's funny when you're young and you hear about like drinking and like you have like the dare people come to your school and you're like, I'm never going to do drugs. I'm not going to drink alcohol. And then you like, you know, I never a thought in my head. Oh, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was like, I was like, no, I have I no like, idea what you're talking about. Like, and then you have your first wine cooler at like 12 and you're like, hey, this isn't okay. so bad. <laughs> okay. 12. Okay. I thought you were like talking about like heights. Cause I don't know. I've never had the dare people come. Not that I know. Not that I remember. I block out a lot. Oh, no, we had them come in middle school. Uh, yeah. Or elementary school. Maybe they did. And I just don't remember. You weren't there that day. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I just genuinely can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I remember like, yeah, like 
fifth grade, like middle school, we had like the dare people coming in and I was just like, yeah, like drugs are bad. You're right. I'm not going to smoke weed. And then that changed very quickly. (laughs) Do you remember the first time you got drunk? The first time I got drunk? Yes. The first time my mother caught me drunk is a whole different story. Oh, I remember both clear as day. Yes. I'm telling you, the perception that my parents had of me is just like honestly crazy. I'm pretty sure my mom thought I started drinking when I was like 22. (laughs) (laughs) Because that day um, I had a crush on this guy and he had made me sad that day. So I just got wasted. (laughs) And I jumped into bed with my mother afterwards. And I was just like, boys are dumb. (laughs) She was... (laughs) She was laughing when it happened. And then afterwards, she tried to lecture me. And I was just like, and I just had to sit there as if it was like the first time I actually really drank anything. And what time? What, I'm sorry, what time? How old were you? Like 22. Like 22, 23, I think. Bitch. Let's, yeah. let's rewind the tape back to Kelsey, uh, 16, 17, coming home from a Halloween party and wasted, in which her stepdad went to her mom and goes, I think Kelsey's drunk. I fell out of the car and I threw up in a trash bag in my room. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, no, she came down there and she tried talking to me. And I was like, what? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then she tried taking my phone. I was like, I lost my phone. She was like, Kelsey, you're typing on it right now. <laughs> and then I tried to blame their issues. I said, you guys are the reason I drank. <laughs> my God, Kelsey. <laughs> I'm reliving this all right now. Like, who the fuck was I at like 17 years old being like, you're the reason I'm drinking. <laughs> too much Degrassi. It's always a culprit. Truly too much Degrassi. No, I, I blame them. I said, you, your fights. <laughs> I don't know. Some bullshit. Yeah, then I got out of it. <laughs> everyone thought everyone thought I was in deep shit for like, everyone thought I died. They were like, oh, Kelsey went to rehab. Because, oh like, God. they didn't see me. Because the party was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then Monday we had off. And then we had school Tuesday. So, like, nobody saw me for, like, three days. They were like, where is she? And they thought you were in rehab. That's some yeah. Long Island shit. <laughs> That's the Long Island in me. But um, to get back to my point, I was like, I think I had a point here. But... Um, But I just remember, like, seeing that shit growing up and being like, that's so dumb. Like, no one's going to take that seriously. Like, just control yourself. But then, you know, as an adult, being in those situations, you just realize, like, how out of control you can be and or just not even realize the cycle that you're stuck in. So I just, it's just funny. It's really funny the way you grow up and think that, like, everything's rainbows and, like, sunshine. And then it's not. (laughs) Yeah, you get slapped with a real quick reality check. You do. And And there's, and I just wish that there was more, like, I don't know, for me growing up, there was always like a lot of shame around the knowledge of learning this, of like, you know, alcohol and drugs and how that can impact your life. So Mika, how are you dating this summer? In my head. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going out this summer? Things are different now. It is a hot girl summer. In reality, am I still ghosting people every chance I get? Yes. So how, I, I just don't know. If I don't set up the dates, how can it be a hot girl summer? True. But if I, because I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll just go to the bars. Will I? You know, I could talk myself out of anything. <laughs> no one has to work harder because well, I work harder. Know that if you make plans with me this summer, 
at any point in time, we will be going to the bars. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I won't be seeing you much. (laughs) (laughs) No, please. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like cautiously, Mm -hmm. you know, regardless. Um, It's it's not even just the pandemic, because, of course, it's still a big reason. But also, I feel like I just want to put my time into things that are important to me. And right now, I only want to spend time with people that actually give a shit about me. Like, there's too many... Like, if I, if I decide to go to the bar and make out with somebody, that's a whole different story. But trying to, like, actually invest in somebody and it just turns out to be shitty as per usual, I'm just not really... That's not really in the cards for me, I've predicted. I've predicted that on my own. <laughs> it's not in the cards for me. I don't feel like it is. I don't want it to be. And I manifest my destiny. <laughs> well, are you willing to be that open and honest when you're talking to guys this summer? About this, this isn't about me. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'll give it a try. It's been a while since I've tried. You threw out that fucking net and see what comes back. Yeah, we'll see. Mm, what about you? Yeah, no, I'm taking the summer and I'm taking like the apps and I'm just being fucking like, if we're going to talk, let's talk. If you don't want to talk to me anymore, that's great. I might call you out on it. Did I get drunk and message a bunch of guys from my Tinder and being like, LOL, that was fun to all of our conversations this (laughs) past weekend? Maybe. Because why? I don't care anymore. I'm calling bitches out. So they're just like, give me an explanation. I don't care what it was. Did I unmatch it all of them so they can't? Maybe. It's my favorite. Like, I just, people are like, oh, but I need closure. It's like, why? When you could just block them. Yeah. It's like, I didn't need, I don't need it, but I will start, like, that was just a drunken, you know, that was just a drunken thing I did. And I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't need to do that when I could have done it sober and not embarrass myself. But yeah, yeah I'm fully calling people out this summer. I'm like, stop wasting my time because I don't need this. I'm just trying to have fun. I feel that on a spiritual level. So that's it for this week's episode of Talk to Us Nice Talk That Talk Edition. We hope you guys liked it. Please follow us on Instagram at Talk to Us Nice Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Talk to Us Nice. And please email us at Talk to Us Nice at gmail.com. And we will see you guys back again for the Hot Topics on Wednesday. See ya. Bye. Bye.